Oh my goodness. Becky, look at her Bible. It is so huge. She looks like one of those preacher guys' girlfriends. But who understands those preacher guys anyway? They only talk to her because she looks like Mother Teresa. Okay. I mean, but look at it. It's just huge. It's gross. She just looks so righteous. I like big bubbles and I cannot lie. You Christian brothers can't deny that when a girl walks in with a KJV and a bookmark in Proverbs, you get stoked. Got a name engraved so you know this girl is saved. It looks like one of those large ones with plenty of space in the margins. Oh, baby. I want to read with you, cause your Bible's got pictures My minister tried to console me, but that book you got makes me so holy Ooh, mama mia, you say you want koinonia Well, bless me, bless me, and teach me about John Wesley I saw her praying, while I was DJing She got grace, pretty face, she ain't going down to the bad place I'm tired of heathen guys, saying they like pocket size Ask the average Christian to take a look she had a pack much book. So, fellas, yeah, fellas, yeah. Have your girlfriend's got the book. Oh, yeah. Well, read it, read it, read it, read it, read that holy book. Baby, y'all. And I be with the ribbon bookmark. And I be with the ribbon bookmark. Baby, got And I be with the ribbon bookmark. Cool. Hello, hello, Eddie. How are ya? Hello. I'm good. Thanks, Bo. How are you doing, Bo? Good, good. I always forget to mention this is episode five of the Curry Tacos podcast. <laughs> welcome, welcome. <laughs> you always forgot an intro. <laughs> right, in, intros, outro. I didn't even know what an outro was until a few months ago. Um, <laughs> it's important to do intro, right? I think it's important. Like, you kind of like bring the people in. Not like you yeah, care, but like, <laughs> but like just wanting yeah, to yeah. win, like welcome in. So, right, come on in, guys, come on in. Hey, y'all, hey y'all. Um, so how are you doing, Eddie? How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm uh, starting teaching fundamental design in univer okay. in a university. So I'm a professor Sue now. <laughs> oh wow, Professor Sue, I like mm-hmm. it. I like it. I don't have like and this is. PhD, so but anyway, they just call me no. Teacher Sue or like Professor Sue, one of the other. How how big is the class? It's about fifty people. Fifty, yeah, dang, okay. yeah. So it's it's big. It's not crazy, but like I'm teaching fundamental design, which means I'm trying to shape the young kids' mind about what design is about. In a very fundamental okay. way. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And this class is in person, right? Yes. Yes. Because again, we in Taiwan. There's no COVID, so you know it's been yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been yeah, like a couple yeah. day, couple weeks, zero case <laughs> to now. Keep so rubbing it in. Keep rubbing it in. <laughs> yeah. Are you getting um, vaccine yet? I have not gotten. I'm not sure I'm going to get it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm gonna get it. Um, <laughs> yeah, totally, totally going to get it. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. Um, no, but I knew. I know plenty of people who have gotten it, mm-hmm. um, and they deeply regret it. No, I'm kidding. Um, they're uh, they are they're good. They're glad they got it. So. Do you have people who um, are like anti-vaccine? Uh, like not, you know. I wouldn't say, 
maybe in the periphery of my life, but not, I don't, I, I like to think that I don't have anyone in my inner circle that is an anti-vaxxer or anything like that. I hope Me. Not. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. I mean, are there anti-vaxxers in Taiwan? Uh, no, because vaccine is basically uh, mandatory. It's not part of, it's not in constitution. It's not freedom in constitution. So right. <laughs> That's right. You guys aren't. You guys aren't into freedom over there. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot escape, like vaccine. I don't know. Because like, I, no. I heard like uh uh in United States, people can can like don't do it. That's it's a option, right? Uh, I think yeah. I don't. I don't know, but I don't think there's any. I don't think. I don't think anybody's making anybody do it. There may be things like where you have to, if you want to get on a flight, you maybe have to produce papers, or maybe there are certain professions where you need it. But I don't think so. I feel like I would have seen that on Twitter or something. <laughs> Thank you. And um, speaking of vaccines, um, mm-hmm. I did want to talk about pigeon drops. I feel like pigeon drops is the subject that just won't go away for us. Um, one day we'll go. <laughs> another, um, <laughs> another episode another pigeon drop. So I know that we there was a call to action, I think in the mm-hmm. last episode, um, if anyone had a successful pigeon drop story to, to tell us about it. But Eddie and I were discussing before we hit record that we actually would like to hear about any pigeon drop stories you have, like even if they not necessarily successful ones, even, you know, ones that you aborted, uh, ones that did not go well, um, ones that sort of fell apart at the last second. <laughs> you um, failed. We want to hear all your, we want to hear all your pitch and drop stories. They do not have to be successful. I always thought <laughs> it would be weird. Like what if you've, found your mark for your pigeon drop and like you knew each other somewhere somehow or something that would be really weird totally still get it you know totally yeah. still <laughs> do it just should it be yeah, easier since you know dedic- this person Com- commit to the scam commit, commit to the scam, to the scam. <laughs> yeah, use it but then once you took their money they would know they would know you like on facebook and they'd be like dude you took it <laughs> I got, I got Dude, there's nothing but he pitched and dropped me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so, so yeah. funny. Yeah. Pigeon, your pigeon drop blooper stories. We would love to hear them. The wacky things that went down when you tried to do a pigeon drop. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, so that's all. That's actually all of the previous. I was hoping we'd have more to talk about from previous episodes. What did we talk about last time? I can't even remember. My memory is so um, bad. Body double. No, I edited all that out. Oh, you edited so all you that. So you clear you clearly did not listen to the last episode. No, you didn't you didn't tell me to so you didn't send me the link. <laughs> you, it's all, you don't need to send you a link. It's on the it's on Did the you send me the link about new episode? Yeah, you retweeted it. It was the year of the ox. Year of the ox and we talked about Netflix. And oh, I retweeted it, but I didn't yeah, listen to listen. it. Yeah, listen, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. You need you, to tell yeah. me to listen. That's not how I listen I to it. I guess I thought it was implied since you were... I didn't know I'd have to <laughs> tell the person who was on the podcast to listen. I think that's the sad state of podcasting that we're in. 
<laughs> to do it only if you want to listen to it. So how how convinced I am to tell people to listen to it. Right, <laughs> I have to I have to convince my co-host to listen to this. Thing. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. It's hard, so man. It's hard out there. It's hard out there. I tell you. Anyway, um, so what else? So pigeon drop bloopers. Also, I listened to another good podcast this week. Um, it was produced by the New York Times, the same people who produced that Britney Spears documentary we talked about um, last time. Um, and they did a podcast on scams. Ooh. Isn't that interesting, Eddie? Oh, we, yeah. we either we are their inspiration or the yeah. fucking stealers. I feel <laughs> like... I feel like I've heard another podcast about scams before that one dropped. Also, um, <laughs> we are the same. So, yeah. <laughs> so I don't. Well, no, ours was first, and then New York Times dropped. So I'm not trying to imply they. I don't know. I don't think they really copied us, but it is certainly a validation of concept, right? It will be. It's always interesting, you know, how like if a little people, <laughs> we are little people, uh, like ordinary people like us. We do podcasts, and we have some really funny, interesting topics, and you know, it's awesome. It's it's just you know on point. Right. However, those like a big, big company, corporation, New York Times, they big heard pod. us. Yeah, big podcast. They heard us, big pod. and then they reproduce it on their own platform. Mm-hmm. No matter it's YouTube or podcast. And they didn't credit us. Nope, nope. And then, right? And then, but then, because they got bigger platform, people are gonna think like it's their idea, right? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. 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 So you heard it here first on Curry Tacos, guys. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Stuff about peach and drama, auto scam. Not trying to start no beef with the New York Times. I like the New York Times, but I was trying to write a joke about the New York Times, and my joke was going to be, I haven't done it yet, but it was going to be that I think I'm smart enough to like the New York Times, but I'm not smart enough to hate the New York Times. I have a mixed feeling about New York Times. I feel like people they who douche are... on the New York Times are so sm- yeah, smarter have... than me. <laughs> we should they be that are... critical. Interesting because a lot of their perspective on Asia uh, okay. or politics are very Chinese. Interesting. Yeah. So sometimes I have mixed feeling about it. I'm like, is it? <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so this kind of sex are like, kind of like being copied or, or I say validation of concept, kind of. Mm-hmm gets into what I wanted to talk about mainly in this episode. And when I was thinking about this validation of concept I had, it also made me think of, so when I lived in Chicago, I li- I, my office was in this neighborhood. And we'll kind of get to the validation of concept in a little bit, but I want to sort of sidetrack Give you a little, a little bit, bit background story. W- kind of, sidecar, oh. more sidecar okay. than background. Okay. <laughs> if you will, if you will. Um, so, okay. So I, when I lived in Chicago, I worked for this company and our offices were in a neighborhood in Chicago. Like we weren't downtown, but we weren't like in an office park in the suburbs. We were in Chicago, 
but on the mm-hmm. north side. So around, mm-hmm. and I liked it. It was really cool. It was a lot of restaurants, a lot mm-hmm. of bars, um, but it was mainly residential. You know, no, like when I would take the train to work, I would I would be like the only person to get off the train. Like everyone oh. else would be piling in the train, and I would be like trying to get out because <laughs> no one else worked there in that area. Like the neighborhood <laughs> was empty. It was also it was kind of weird. So it was um, who was it who worked who lived there? Um, the rapper, I believe I can fly. R. Kelly. R. Kelly R. lived. Kelly. R. Kelly lived like across the street from my office. So, Wait, hold on. Isn't he a big problem? <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot of problems. Yeah. He's got a lot of problems. <laughs> so, like, and I think a lot of the really gross stuff that he did happened like across the street. So anyway, so so working <laughs> oh, in this office. Of right. It's in a residential <laughs> area. And so I thought that was kind of weird. But so so anyway, so I wanted to talk about there was this store called Shirts on Sheffield. And mm-hmm. this guy, I would see him, the owner of it, and I, we would cross paths every day walking to and mm-hmm. from the office, at least once a day, for like seven years. And he never acknowledged me, just like never acknowledged me. Um, acknowledged as like they, it's, it's like he didn't even like making eye contact. So he no, just like no eye treating contact. you like an he heir. actually. He literally had his like nose in the air, I think, if I remember. Oh, correctly. you mean like nose, nose to the air, just nose in the air? Yeah. So like you're like a transparency to transparency. And it didn't. I didn't care. Like it didn't really. I didn't really care. I just thought it was, like he was a small business owner, so I would just think a small business owner would be more, in, more outgoing and personable. And it's like his. So I was just like, God, what is up with this dude? So. So, you know, walk past him for, I mean, like, I'm not even kidding, like, seven years, I think. Like, okay. five, at least five times a week, if not more. I mean, probably more like ten times a week. So, then... Wait, hold I, on. But in, then you, you yeah. it also never occurred for you to say hi towards to him uh, either. So maybe in his mind, he also thinks, God, this guy never say hi to me. Yeah, but like he never hit. That was also his reputation in in our like our offices were above his store, so he oh. kind of had that whole reputation with everybody of being pretty standoffish. Um, but also, no no one we worked with went into that store anyway. So that was the established dynamic for years. Mm-hmm. So no no hello how are you no eye contact no nothing, and then. And I love it when this kind of stuff happens. Um, and then I am in Puerto Vallarta. I'm visiting friends or with friends or whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm walking down the main strip in Puerto Vallarta. Mm-hmm. And I see him coming t- towards me. And I'm like, holy shit, that's the guy who, uh, I can't even remember. His name was like Gus, I think. Gus from Shirts on Sheffield. And so he's coming towards me. And I'm like, what is going to happen when he sees me? Yeah, walking down. This is just like we're in Chicago, but instead we're in just Mexico. Ignore you, so, probably. So he actually acknowledges me. <gasps> so he goes, he goes like, "Hey, he like, hey, how are you?" I was like, "Oh, hey," you know. It was so it was super hilarious, super weird. I thought it was funny. So wait, hold so on. Thinking, he say hi yeah. to you. He did. He did because we were both in Mexico. Wait, that's the reason. <laughs> 
So Mexico uh, changed both of you. Like <laughs> Mexico d- shook up the this sort of entrenched dynamic we had established, um, <laughs> which it makes sense. Like you're kind of seeing people out of their usual. Um, anyway, so then I was wondering, well, what is it going to be like when we get back to Chicago? Will we will will it be like will we say hello now and like. Blah blah blah, and I didn't take. I never took any of this personally. I just thought it was interesting. So, so we get back to Chicago, and what do you think happens? Uh, he's ignore you again, or you guys become best friends? Just one or the other. Neither, right? Ni- neither. neither. Actually, he, he die. Um, nope. Oh uh, no. Nope. Um, he a little bit inside, <laughs> maybe. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> he uh, he. <laughs> I think if I rem- and I think I think when we got back to Chicago, yeah, we we both started acknowledging each other, and then that just kind of that just kind of atrophied and shriveled up. And then I'd say like maybe two weeks after being back in Chicago, we were both back to not acknowledging each other again, nodding, <laughs> not acknowledging each oh, other, not acknowledging. <laughs> 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 Okay. We had this kind of. It was our moment, and it was our moment in the sun, literally in Mexico. Feels like you guys we went to Mexico and then cheat. Like you know, it feels like both of you has like partner in the North Chicago, right? And then right. you guys <laughs> went to Mexico right. to finally right. do something together, and then when you back to Chicago, you guys had to be like, not recognize each chill other. Out. Chill out. Right. Whatever happened right. in Vegas, well, not in Vegas, whatever happened in Mexico, stay in Mexico. <laughs> yes, yes. The, 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 the friendly nod, that shameful thing we did. Um, so maybe because when you, when you were in Mexico and he was also in Mexico, both of you guys were traveling and then that you know, mindset's different. Also, totally. maybe because you two were the Americans there. Uh, no, this was in downtown Puerto Vallarta, so we were, it was all Americans down there <laughs> and Canadians. Okay, okay, that part I didn't know. Okay, okay. I thought, like, <laughs> right, it would be, like, right. you know, was, like, you know, when I was in Portland, if I met somebody who from Taiwan who can speak Taiwanese, uh, ah, yeah. Oh, I bet, yeah, that's yeah, such yeah, a cool feeling. Yeah, I love yeah, that. yeah. Um, so anyway, I thought that, so that kind of, yeah, so Gus and I, that's what I'll call it. That was our moment in the sun. Um, (laughs) (laughs) that, that small window. Were you exciting when he say hi to you? Like finally. Uh, I thought it was, yeah, I was like, God, after seven years, like you finally acknowledged (laughs) my existence because we're in Mexico. Um, and do you oh know? Do you know what happened to sh- shirts on Sheffield? Can we tell you what happened? No. Believe it no. or not, it went out of business. I know that's crazy. <laughs> um, and what was terrible? So he goes out of business, and I think they had like one of these like everything must go sales. And I remember because oh that was like the only time I ever went into a store, and I think I got this ninety dollar button down shirt for like nine dollars. Like people were taking everything. Like I remember, like the bus boys no from way. the re- from the Thai restaurant across the street. They were like walking out with like the fixtures from the bathroom and stuff. Wow. But it, was, it was bonkers. Uh, shirts on show. So anyway, that was my 
that was when I worked in Chicago, and we called the area. It was in the neighborhood. Well, it's funny. We called the office our Lincoln Park office, but it was technically in Lakeview because Lincoln Park is kind of nicer than Lakeview. Um, oh, oh. And, <laughs> and we called it, and it's a joke, we called it Downtown Lakeview. So uh, shout out to everyone who worked in TPR Towers in Chicago who's listening to this, of yeah. which there are more than a handful, I think. Um, so anyway, so, that, so all funny. that color is to bring us to our main, what I was alluding to earlier, the validation of concept. Um, that I feel like I experienced back then and I experienced recently when we had our scam episode of the podcast. So because I first thought of this idea at a happy hour, the reason why I talked, what, the reason why I brought up all that other junk about the Chicago neighborhood <laughs> is because I thought about, when I was thinking about this, I was thinking about, because we were at a bar in that same area called Kincaid's at this happy hour. And at this happy hour, I had this idea of kind of like a candid camera reality TV show called Deal With It. And I remember we were at Kincaid's and I remember talking to the person and like the first episode was going to be where like you told the waiter that they needed to bring, a, and it was about kettle cakes. Remember kettle cakes? Do you know what I'm talking about? Cattle. Kettle Kettle. Oh, okay, yes. yes yeah, yes. so like, Cast. if you were on Deal With It, say you're like a waiter who's on Deal With It, you would have to, like, you would say, like, we want 21 kettle cakes all brought to us at one time, and now you have to deal with it. So then, like, they'd be like, oh, my God, I'm on Deal With It. So they would have to, like, they would freak out, and they would have to bring out, like, 21 kettle cakes to your to your two-top table. So that's how I thought. I don't know why I thought of that during this happy hour, but I think I was just like looking at the servers or something like that. And and I think I'm sure they had kettle cakes. And it's like, what if we ordered like 20 of them and they flipped out? And then, but what if we said like, well, we'll give you $5,000 if you bring us 20 like hot, ready to go kettle cakes. So that yeah. was, so, and for some reason that idea stuck, I want to say stuck with, me and some people I know, but I think it just stuck with me and I would just bring it up all the time. So, and mm. then fast forward a couple of years later and they, oh, and I actually did even mention this premise of an idea to multiple people in the TV production industry, one of which huh. does produce reality TV shows. And then, I know what I think. and then fast forward a couple of years, um, a show comes out called Deal With It, hosted by Howie Mandel. Oh. And it's like pretty much the exact same. Like it's a candid camera show. And it's called Deal With It. What do you think of that, Eddie? So you got robbed. I got basically. screwed, yes. Yeah, I got, you got screwed. screwed. So that, wow. that, could, that could have been something. And now, that could have been your jackpot. I know, like, I know. It like ran for three seasons. You don't have seasons. to do any shit anymore if you. I just could have. I could be living off of those deal with it reality, deal with yeah. deal with it Howie Mandel royalty checks. Man, that sucks. And I feel Sorry like we had. That. I feel like we had multiple, like takes on it. Like I think it was going to be like. Like for like sweeps week, we would have like a very special deal with it, 
where like Kevin's parents are getting divorced and now he has to deal with it. Like, so they did he even they didn't even like let you know like they are doing this. Well, I don't in full disclosure, I don't really think I don't I think it was just coincidence. I don't think I real but I like no, to think no, that the universe no. screwed me over somehow with this. <laughs> like, I feel like I feel like now I know what the fifth beetle feels like. I mean I don't think I think they steal I think they stole it. You think they I stole it? I you know, I even yes. went so far as to check the credits for the show and they're not in there. So if they did steal my idea, but they might have like a mention to mention this idea to oh, some like of a those, shell, like, like it percolated up, like shown on or like you know was a war for the chief or content creation. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Well, I'm not gonna. Yeah. So if anyone's listening to this who knows what I'm talking about, I'm not gonna be dropping any names. But uh, you, you know, you know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> Just um, go. And granted, go, like go was, to your bank right. and collecting some money and right. send it to both. That's all you need right, to do. Right, <laughs> right, right. And then what else was going on with deal? Yeah. So I remember just being really. That was very upsetting. Very upsetting. I can, I can feel that. Like, I think, like, a lot of people, especially like comedians, some comedians don't like to put their jokes on the internet just okay. because they think people might steal it. Right. Yeah, you know, and I... And those p- people who stole the jokes, they will, if they are way much more famous, and then you will be screwed. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. I... Have you ever had somebody steal a joke of yours? Not exactly, but yes. Right. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. There was a, and it was actually at your mic, the Shanghai Tunnel mic, and I remember this dude was doing a joke. Ain't going to name no names, but Mm -hmm. I was like, hmm, that sounds an awful, like like the joke I was doing. (laughs) But but yeah, yeah, I haven't had anyone... Absolutely. Um, I did a confrontation with with one of the comedian about mm-hmm. like I think people I didn't say you steal my you stole my joke. Right. What I my wording was like I think we have something similar. Right. <laughs> I think it's called parallel thinking. <laughs> I told him like, "Hey, I think we have something similar," and then I've been telling the same thing like uh, since I think a month ago. Uh-huh. And then people heard about the joke, and then that's why they, when you perform on the uh, mics, they look at me. Right. And I just want you to know this happened because. Um, because you know this, because I wrote a joke before, and then right. um, it also sound like uh, it's word by words, really close to each other. Uh-huh. So that's why it, that's why it doesn't, it doesn't, what's the word? It's it's not ascending. Gotcha. <laughs> it's not working, right? Gotcha. So I told him that he said, "Oh, that is why." I say you are more than welcome to keep doing this joke. Because I'm not telling this joke 
for a while, and I'm not plan to going. I I didn't pl- I don't plan to keep going with this joke.、Mm-hmm. So you could totally keep doing it. Just I just wanted to know that. Yeah. Yeah. And then he stops doing it. So I don't know if that context is stealing jokes. So it's like,、uh, right? I don't know. Have you ever、yeah. stolen a joke? No. Yeah, don't lie. No, I didn't steal it. You're all the、joke. way. You're all the way over Taiwan stealing my jokes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> roll the tape. Roll the totally, tape. Totally, totally. You packed your bags to Taiwan. I don't know if I can like say anybody. I don't know if I can say anybody else joke in Taiwan. That would actually work. I've been tempted to steal people's to、joke. steal my joke. Not your joke. <laughs> Other jokes. <laughs> Other jokes. Yeah.、Um, Because I'm like, eh, who, like especially when I was doing that、uh, open mic in Hood River, I was like, ah, there's no Portland、mm-hmm. people here, but I didn't.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think I did. One time I did an open mic on Zoom last week, and I did、uh-huh. the joke, and I was like, I did end the joke with saying, I think I stole that from Twitter, but I don't, I don't know, <laughs> I couldn't remember. It's like, <laughs> did I get that from Twitter? I can't remember. If you say Twitter jokes on Zoom, might as it count as stealing or re-performing? <laughs> right, right. I was definitely inspired by Twitter with the joke. It was, a, it was that、um, ha- a joke about the、Inspire. the、uh, majority. What's her name? That House member from Georgia. She's getting a lot of media attention、um, right now.、Uh, majority、uh, Green. Majority Green. Yeah, I、Winston? can't remember. I'm trying to、Sorry. not. I'm trying to not engage with her in any way. Like I'm trying to not get involved.、Uh-huh. But my joke was that,、uh-huh. or she's the one who she got stripped of her committee assignments. So my joke was,、uh, yeah, I'm sure she's really disappointed in that. That that's like that's、mm-hmm. like telling like the the laziest kid in class he hasn't he doesn't have to do any schoolwork or something like that. <laughs>、um, so I was like, yeah, I think I stole that joke from Twitter, but whatever. It got a laugh at the open mic. Amen. Double up. Amen. I ain't talking about a paraphrase, 'cause Paul wouldn't use those anyways. I like 'em real thick and red lettered. You can't find nothing better. Southpaws in love. Bubbles that big are unheard of. So I'm sitting here thinking, what if? Well, that's our show, guys.、Ayo. Thank you so much for listening.、Uh-huh. Um, it was great. Great talking to you, Eddie.、Uh, and、uh, tune in. We we appreciate all you guys listening.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, and thanks so much. Have a great、uh, have a great great day rest of your day or, or evening or or evening or whatever. Bye bye, guys. This is Curry Tacos. Be well. Bye. Curry Tacos. Bye. Okay. Baby, when it comes to a good book, Stephen King's resume just can't compare. Thirty-nine plus twenty-seven equals sixty-six books, and if you're Catholic, there's even more. So your girlfriend quotes Bill Hybels, but does she got a big Bible? 'Cause that little thing she's got won't start a revival. My Bible study don't want none unless you got book, hon. You can read Clancy or Grisham, but please don't lose this book. Some brothers wanna play that hard role and tell you that book's too old, so they toss it and they burn it. But I pull up quick to just learn it. So your girl likes paperback. 
Well, I ain't down with that. Cause my girlfriend's hot and her Bible's rockin'. And she's got good doctrine. To the atheist chicks who try to diss, you ain't it, Miss Pris. Give me a Christian, I'm insistin'. And I greet her with some holy kissin'. Some pervert tried to chase, but he didn't make it past first base. She's quick to resist temptation. And she loves a new translation. So ladies who are lost and found, if you want the triple six thrown down, dial 1-800-READS-A-LOT and teach me about those songs. Baby, got in I be with the ribbon bookmark. NIP with the ribbon bookmark. Baby got Thompson chain with the big red letters. Thompson chain with the big red letters. Bubble cows now, but you still got book. Bubble cows now, but you still got book. Bubble cows now, but you still got book. Bubble cows now, but you still got book.